Greetings, I'm your host, Friendleaf, and you're listening to Warriors Tales from the Great Oak. Sorry for the, like, transition there, the microphone just like, oh my gosh. Something is wrong right now, but I'm going to deal with it. (laughs) Sorry if there was a transition in the microphone. Uh, it definitely changed for me. Okay, in this episode, I'm going to be singing, um, singing. No, I'm going to be reading chapter 18, 19, 20, and 21 of my fan fiction, Warriors Lost Stars. This is where we get to the, like, main point. Like, crazy stuff is happening. Um, so it goes to chapter 30. Um, well, I have 30 chapters, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be wrapping it up, like, in two more episodes of this then we'll be done with this one and then i can show you guys my favorite fan fan fiction i'm writing about me and also to answer pure heart's question if pure heart you're listening to this um yeah you can add me in your story because you're in mine (laughs) um yeah and you can add me in apprentice because i actually i might have to add myself an apprentice but yeah I'm not sure I don't have one, so if you do do an apprentice for me, I'll just have to use that apprentice. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, on to the story. It's so weird to hear myself. Okay. Chapter 18. A loud scream filled the whole forest and woke Gingerpaw from her sleep. Hair Leap, what was that? She started to shake. Huh? Hair Leap? Looking over, she saw a bloody figure. Okay. Just changed me. Hair leap! She screamed loud enough to reach the mountains. No! She wailed. Running over to him, she saw she saw glowing eyes. Then they disappeared. Help, please! Hoping a medicine cat or patrol was around, she started licking Hair Leap. What, what happened? Don't move! You'll open it again, screeched Gingerpaw. Open what? Hair Leap looked at his neck, then screamed. Who's there? said a voice in the bushes. It's Gingerpaw and Hair Leap. He- He's hurt! Please help us! A patrol ran out from the trees and toward them. What in Star Clan's name are you doing out of clan territory? And what are you doing together? Gingerpaw recognized these cats as Newpaw, Blackshine, Silent Pelt, and Moonwatcher. I don't care what you think of me. I was spending the night with the one cat who cares about me, the one cat I love. Herleap yelled as he slowly tried to get up. Nothing you can do will make me leave her side. You're bleeding. Who did this? Oh, no. Eagle Fang. Silent Pelt said, running up to Hareleep's side. She had cobwebs at her side and started to help him. No, dear. Don't worry. I'm sure Witherstorm... Wait, what? No, dear. I'm. Don't worry. I'm sure that Wither... Witherstar won't mind. But no clue what Flamestar will do. Another scream filled the forest. No! Help! Eagle! Fang! Oh, sorry. I can't, I can't talk right now because this thing is not working. Okay, there we go. Mm. Eagle Fang! All went silent, then the whole forest filled with screams of fear. Did, did they just say Eagle Fang? Newtpaw started to shake and huddled closer to Blackshine. Yes, they did. There's nothing you could do to stop. I will, kill, I will kill all of you until the whole forest is mine, you pitiful, you 
pitiful star clan has already left now it's your turn then the most ear-splitting scream filled the forest Ferntail! then everything was completely silent come on we'll go to thunder clan and you both you can both stay here stay there i have an I have an idea to keep all the clans safe with a long walk back to the hollow and Gingerpaw was worried every second of it. In the hollow, no cat stirred. It was a wasteland. Hello? Moonwatcher called. Shadow Clan, Flamestar hissed. What do you want? I've come to promise something. Propose something. And not just with you, but with all the clans. I'm going to go around the lake and tell them about what I'm about to tell you, Silent Pelt told him. Go on, then. I think that all the clans should gather together and stay in one area. We will have two guards from each clan, and they will be safe from Eagle Fang. And then, sorry, and then we will be safe from Eagle Fang. She finished, and more cats started to get out of their dens. Fine, but whose camp? Mine is quite small. Not a camp, but the island. It would be safer, don't you think? Flicking her tail, she walked out from the camp and called her from her shoulder make sure you go back to go back to camp and tell Witherstar I'll, I'll see you all at the island once they left the camp came around once they left the camp came around Hareleaf the camp came around Hareleaf and Gingerpaw whispers, gossip, and hate she helped Hareleaf into the medicine den and pushed away the hate from her clanmates Daisy Hurt was Daisy Hurt was already getting herbs ready and changed his dressings that Silent Pell had put on earlier. She heard whispers outside. What if Junepaw, Crowpaw, and Lost Hawk were taken by e- Eagle Fang? Acorn Shade gulped. Oh, please, Starkland, let them be safe. Even if you can't hear us or see us, you're still here. We can get through this, please. Chapter 19 The air was crisp, crisp and silent as Poppy and Owl hurried around the, in the night, watching over the cats in, of the, the cats in the past, the only light visible was the fireflies that flitted flitted around Rosepaw's muzzle. She she slept peacefully beside her brother and Crowpaw. Nice kits, Poppy whispered to Owl. Sweet and young. Yes, Owl agreed. Wasp sleep once had kits. Poppy's icy eyes softened. I had no idea. And then, and she butted her forehead against his shoulder. I remember them. Sparrow, June, and Crow. What? By now, Frostpaw was awake, and his eyes wide open. That means... I know, Owl sighed. I don't want to tell them just yet, not until June, Junepaw comes back. Poor Wasp-leap, Poppy whispered. Owl bowed his head in a moment of respect. She took good care of them, but one day, when we lived not too far from the river, June and Crow were playing near the cattails, and then they were swept away by the water. Sparrow only recently disappeared a few moons ago. We don't know how, but it's been hard on Lost Sleep. The tripping of the crickets soothed, soothed them only a little. Poppy gazed meaningfully at the entrance of the cave, where Lost Sleep had healed her not too long ago. Why can't you join the clans to bear it? Hmm. 
she asked. The breeze blew across Owl's face, which darkened. Wasleaf has dark history with the clans, Owl replied slowly. Something within Moonpaw must have struck her. Otherwise, she'd never have had help to those cats. Rosepaw opened her eyes. Go back to sleep, Kit. Owl whispered gruffly, but Rosepaw knew he meant it affectionately. Frostpaw got up and walked around the cave. He gazed up at the moon and turned the moon reflected in Frostpaw's worried eyes. What troubles you? Poppy asked. I miss my clan, he replied. Everything I've ever known is in River Clan camp. Owl nodded understandingly. I get it. When we left, left the river, we lost everything. Everything we knew. Everything familiar, sight, smell, and surrounding. Starkland guided us to our real home, where we belong. I know you belong in River Clan. Starkland will lead you back to your home, too. Frostpaw, you will return home one day. I know that, so rest reassured and fulfill your destiny here. What is his destiny? Rosepaw growled suspiciously, not sleeping obediently like Owl ordered. You will know in time, Owl sighed. Our father is the great deputy of River Clan, snapped Rosepaw. His destiny lies within camp borders. No, your destiny lies within camp borders, Owl replied coolly. How do you know all How do you know all of this time? Frostpaw demanded. Starkland blessed me with the sight of the future. Owl responded cryptically. You, Rosepaw, you think your own destiny is Frostpaw's. It's not. You will become a great leader in time, but obstacles and forbidden desires will keep your, you on your paws until then. And then all was silent. Rosepaw looked at Crowpaw, who was snoring peacefully. His black fur waved in the breeze. His slender and strong, capable body was stiff and prepared. Rosepaw found herself smiling. If she woke up to that every morning. Wait, what am I thinking? She thought. Then she realized the truth. Oh no, she thought desperately, and from the look on Owl's face, she knew he knew it too. I'm falling in love with Crowpaw? <clears throat> Sorry, my headphones keep, like, cutting off and stuff. Here, I'm just gonna see if I can plug it back in. Okay, yeah, that's not gonna work. Well, okay. <clears throat> okay, I've read two chapters, right? Yeah, I've read two chapters. Now I just need to read two more. Okay, chapter 20. Um, few cats in the tribe of rushing water knew, know about healing, but Blue Quartz of Mountain was at Duncote's side, even before Lost Talk could react. Kits? He stammered. He stammered. Duncote nodded. What are all you doing in here? It's so cramped, Blue Quartz exclaimed. Well, well, we just, we were just, uh, Lost Talk tried to explain. We were just talking. Duncook finished for him. All right, I'll leave you to it, but I'm taking Dawn Sky. She needs to be looked at now. Without staying to talk, Blue Quartz walked out of the den, Duncook with her. One moon later, all noise was silent. Black covered all sides of the small tunnel. Junpa felt as if she were walking down to the middle of Earth. The tunnel was now widening into a cave. Looking up, she saw moonlight starting to drift down into the cave from a hole in the ceiling. 
the whole cave lit up with a blinding white light, the moonstone. All of the cats from the past settled down by the stone, legs aching from their long trip, touching her nose to the brilliant stone, just as she was told by told to by the ancestors of the tribe, she drifted into a deep slumber. Waking up, she found herself in a wonderful forest. Is this the old forest? Getting up, she realized all the cats were sharing the same dream, except Nightsong and Lostock. Right, this wasn't their prophecy. Looking over, she saw starry warriors heading towards them. Some so, so faint you couldn't you could see the trees behind them. Cats of clans, we have asked you to come here because of a dark force. Because a dark force has come over the forest you call home, as well as ours. We were forced out of Star Clan, and cats are dying. We're here today to give you each a power to help your clan. She recognized the cat as Blue Star, her figure so faint you could barely see her. Looking around, all the cats looked afraid. Star Clan was forced out of their home. How are we supposed to defeat this dark force? Listen, Firestar yelled. White Feather, you have had a hard time, yes, but you are you have been strong through it all. I gift you the gift of strength to protect the ones you love and fight the ones who threaten us all. Black Star said, touching noses with White Feather. Donko, you have lost everything but found love even in the darkest of times. You are the light in the dark. I give you the gift of love. To love those closest to you, but to fight the darkness Fight the darkness with light, and your light will never go out. One star touched noses with Dawncoat. Her stomach was looking ever so big. She'll have her kits in less than a moon, Junepaw realized. Firestar was walking forward toward her. Junepaw, you were small, but that, but that does not mean you can't help your clan. You have a fire inside you, a fire to fight those who are around you. It does not matter where you come from. You will always be able to help your clan and all the clans around the lake. I give you the gift of fire to protect the clans and to burn your enemies. They t- they, then they touched noses and he walked back into the shadows. Foxheart, you may look different, but that is what makes you strong. I gift you the gift of power. Slay those who are foxhearted and outwit the darkness. Leopard Star touched noses with Foxheart, then vanished. By now the whole forest was vanishing. Slay the darkness, save the light, help the helpless, and fight alongside the strong. The darkness will not prevail. We will win. Um, okay, one more chapter, and then that will be it for this episode. Chapter 21. Moonpaw, waspy was shaking her. What? Come on, we need to get back to the cave. But I, I just saw something. I was in the old forest. All the cats from the past were there, and they got their powers. But then before each clan leader left, they looked at me and nodded. What does it mean? Lastleap ignored the question and walked down from the mountain. Moonpaw followed, afraid of what would happen if she was all alone up there. Snow crunched beneath their feet as they descended the peaks and headed back to the cave. The sun was starting to rise, the tenth time since they got there. It felt warm against Moonpaw's fur, and she soaked it up for she knew there was a hard journey ahead they neared the cave and moonpaw could hear excited squeals you're back what power did you get kids coming we need wasp leap wasp leap was already running for the entrance 
was as if she wasn't even blind. Moonpaw ran too, ready to see everyone again. Hearing a little yelp, she ran even faster. I ne- I've never seen kits be born before. A spray from the waterfall greeted her, and the warm smell of milk. Looking into a nest, she saw Wasp licking the kits fur the wrong way to warm them, then showing them to their mother's belly. There were four kits, one gray, one brown, one white as snow, and one black with white and brown spots, and one with golden fur. They're beautiful, Moonpot exclaimed, and she saw a lost hawk eyeing them with a proud gaze. Moonpaw walked over to join her sister, who was looking at the kits, then broke off and shying away when he looked at her. Oh boy, great, Rosepaw's in, Rosepaw's in love with the ThunderClan cat, but it's okay, right? Nosing her sister, come on, why are you so embarrassed? Can't you see he likes you too? Rosepaw looked into Moonpaw's eyes, then sighed. You're right, I'm going to. She gulped before going on. I'm going to tell him how I feel. Rosepaw walked slowly toward Crowpaw, her eyes on her paws. But soon she shook herself off and walked with confidence. Junpaw, who was at Crowpaw's side, ran toward Moonpaw. Oh goodness, isn't it sweet? Moonpaw didn't stop to respond. She was too distracted watching Rosepaw. I have to tell you something, Rosepaw muttered, then looked up at Crowpaw with their eyes glistened with love. I love you. They said at the same time, then Rosepaw licked Crowpaw's muzzle and nuzzled her back. My microphone's not hearing. Um, warm feeling welled up inside Moonpaw. Is this what love feels like? Looking away to give her sister some time. With Crowpaw, she headed toward Whitefeather. How was it? Nightsong answered for him. Wait, what? Horrible. Looking down, she saw how worn their... Oh, I got it, I got it. How was it? Nightsong answered for him. Horrible. Looking down at her, looking down, she saw how worn their paws were, in no condition to travel. That was that was for sure. But we have to get home, no matter what. Torn paws, kits, or hunger, we're going home. If it's the last thing we do, it wasn't that bad. It's only be- it was only because bad for you, because you were a tom. Turning to Moonpaw, he added, "It was quite fun, besides the traveling." But there's another problem beside our torn pads. Sweeping his tail across the rock floor, he pointed to Night Song's stomach. Oh, great, Starkland. Not more kids. Okay. Yeah, that's all the chapters for today. Um, we have nine more chapters, and then we'll be done. So, um, uh, yeah, about two more episodes, and then we would have finished our... R, or my, not R, my fanfiction. Okay, for 1K special, I am going to be doing a drawing, a video podcast, but um, I can't do that today, my time, because I don't have a tripod right now, but I will have it in a few days, so yeah, I'm going to be excited to do that, though. Alright, thank you for listening, I hope you enjoyed, and... Goodbye.